intro of Dudes on the Mall. Week off last week, coming off of our uh, joint episode with Sons of UCF here. Ready to get the year going? How are we feeling? Feeling great. Uh, you know, we have, what, 10 days, 11 days to uh, to football, so uh, really batting down the hatches and uh, getting ready to go, getting tailgating all set up, and uh, watching as many videos on twitter as i can that's fair i i've this is the first time i've ever actually been watching kind of a lot of the press conferences in depth um really i've, I've been making an effort to actually watch them okay and it, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead i just now thought of this <laughs> out of out of order per usual here but uh i texted our group chat before we had the quarterback announcement yesterday mm-hmm. and i watched the press conference from the day prior so i guess that would have been saturday's press conference and i was like we're gonna have a starter named this week, and JRP named. I wasn't expecting a starter until after SC State, to be honest. Yeah, like I, re- I really didn't think. I really thought it was gonna be fifty-fifty. We'll see what happens because I think that Gus. I, I thought at least that Gus was having a hard time, maybe because of either good play or bad play. I don't know, but. Well, we'll we'll get further into it. Yeah. I jumped ahead, but it just <laughs> came to my head. But we're we're gonna start off in between our last episode, and now we've had a bunch of stuff going on. Headed first, most important, drip you, drip you, some new uniforms. What do we think? So, first glance, you know, when they first came out on Twitter, I thought they were awesome. Like, okay, and and that that's not saying I know that makes it sound like I hate them now. I don't, but the more I look at them, the more I think that they're kind of like filler pieces. Like, our old uniforms are so much more versatile than these ones. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get sticking to the black and white. I'm fine with that. But I was a big fan of pewter. I really uh, was. Don't even get me started. No, no. <laughs> I was on the gray train when we would wear the light yeah. gray jerseys and light gray helmets, and that just went away basically right. after 2018, 19. I think my, one of my favorite combos ever was the all grays. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My One of my favorite combos ever was uh, black helmet, pewter, uh, and black pants for the was, American yeah. Conference Championship game. That was nice. Slept on combo. And people would be like, our colors aren't gray. And I'm like, well, first off, like it can be a you know a secondary color, or tertiary color, whatever. And they're like, they were like, why gray? I'm like, well, I mean, Knight's armor is gray. Isn't that yeah. the whole point behind That's it? But fair. whatever. Um, that aside, I don't know. I feel like these are just kind of filler pieces. I still, you know, I know we got the whole deal done with Nike and everything, but I, I still feel like we're at the bottom of their totem pole. So, um some of the things here and there are kind of like, eh. I know I've heard a lot of people complaining about the font. Um, I don't have a, a, a problem with the font. I think it looks fine, um, especially because they created the font themselves. Yeah. Like the font that we were using previously was, oh God, I, I remember hearing who it was from, um, but we, you know, copied it from someone else. So this is our own font. So, um, so I like it. I think, well, first of all, I think the, the night mode jerseys look really good. Oh, they're so good. Like the... <laughs> The, the all black the knight all the all the black shoulder. knight with Ooh. the little bit of gold in the eyes or white or whatever it is and then the little diamond at the bottom right I, I like that right I think that they're gonna look good I don't think we're gonna have them for very long because no, yeah, our Nike yeah. deal is what two years until it's up basically now yeah. so either we're gonna hop ship and move to a different company which will bring in new uniforms all together or if we get a long term deal from Nike I could see them being like okay let's rework these now um. That being said, I do want to see a return of the big UCF stack logo on the helmet and not the little one. Yeah, the little one does bother me yeah, a lot. I want the, to see... the, the big one, like there's no need to have the tiny little logo yeah. on the helmets. Like I want the oversized one, and I also want to see the Knights script with the night mode jerseys. Yeah, 
I guess my biggest or issue. the state of Florida. Or the state of Florida. I love yeah. that little state of Florida outline. My biggest issue, and UCF has always had a problem with this, though, is we can't get our gold straight. They kept it consistent though, isn't it the same? It's but, well, but if no, you look it, like it, yeah. sorry, we're looking at a picture right now. But if you look at this picture right here, like this gold and this gold, they're not the same color. And I, I neither one of them is a bad color, but it's just like that kind of inconsistency here and there. Like the night mode gold is sick, and if you turn that into the helmet that's presented on this black one, so I'd say it would look the, fine. The gold helmet looks like our gold helmet that we've had the last couple oh, of it years. Is. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the gold that they have on the night mode jersey reflects more of our time when we were having a fashion identity crisis of were we <laughs> tan beige or a sand yellow right uh it it is it is gold it's just not the same gold as the helmet but i mean that's kind of right. hard to match that, it, it, no it definitely is hard to match but i i like the gold on the night mode like that is more of the gold that i'm used to seeing nowadays that's more of our normal gold. like i have a right. polo with that gold on. right exactly the other one's got a little bit more orange exactly so like i think that it's still a little bit of an identity crisis here and there with that. Um, not to say that that gold is a bad color, because I'm a big fan of the big game gold helmets. Yeah. I love them. But it just needs to be... And maybe it's just the rendering. I don't know. But... It could be the rendering. But also, I'm just going to put my complaint out there now. If we're big game gold every game this year, I'm going to be I'm going to be mad, yeah. Because, I'm going to be real mad. Well, last year we did... I think we wear white most games. Well, we had they had the supply chain issues last year. We only we wore the white helmet what, every single game. Yeah, except, except for, for the USF game. USF but game. I think we do it on purpose this year. I think no. I think this year, I, I think we at least have the helmets that we need. I, I think we see a little bit better of a rotation. I bet. I, I bet we wear. Here, let's, let's just let's make a side bet right now. Okay. How many games do we wear gold? Gold helmets. Gold helmets. Am I picking a number or am I setting an over under? Uh, let's go over under. Make it a little three. easier. Three. Three and a half. Well, yeah, well, the three and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Over, over under three under and a half. No, maybe maybe two and a half. Two and a half. I'm taking over. You're gonna take the over on that? Yeah. Okay, I'll take the under. Yeah. Under. Okay. Keep it a big game goal. All right, I'm putting like it that. in my notes right now <laughs> under hot takes. <laughs> over three and a half. Yeah. On the gold helmets. I like it, but yeah, I mean, all said and done, the night mode is is dope. I love it. Um, it's simple, but you know, it has its own identity, especially with the night head on the side. So, I, I want to buy one. I want to oh, see want it that. in the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, I want that. Now, while we're on the topic of clothing, I'm going to voice my, my complaint here real quick. They still don't have the new coaches' polos available a week before the season. And when I asked the lady at the bookstore, it doesn't sound like they're going to have them anytime soon. Yeah. Is like, what she made it sound like. Every other school, not every, a majority of schools, if you go on Fanatics, they've got their, their polos available. Yep. And as much as it changes every year from me getting one black polo to me getting a gray one back to a black one and they all look, they all look the same for the most part you gotta at least have it available for the start of the year right again bottom of the totem pole for nike and i don't know it's which is dumb because i bet we sell way more apparel than a lot of those other schools oh i'm sure like purdue do. they get their stuff i saw I, I mean our polo is gonna look like whatever produces just with our logo on right. it it looks nice but i don't think purdue's moving the needle on their uh on their revenue for selling stuff i don't think so either but <laughs> it, it is what it, it is, is what it is as soon as that polo comes in because i need a new black polo mine's uh my uh tri are, are my we, tried and true are we still been rocking the ucf knights one with the night head logo on it that's that's, that's the, the that's the under armor one yep. it's tried and true but it is uh it is on its last limb so i'll say that so I, i've had that polo since like high school dude <laughs> yeah i think the one i wear the most is the one from 2017 with the uh 
the Scott Frost OG polo, the black one that has like five or six stripes on it, and they get smaller as you move up. Okay. Yeah, um, I like that one. Yeah, that, I, one, that one's a big, big favorite of mine. I wish I bought that one. I, I like that one, and I like the one I got two years ago that was gray with the black collar, and it has the yeah. line across the upper That's back. That's the one, one where I, I thought it was white, but it yeah, ended up being, being gray, gray, and I don't like that one as much. Yeah. I really don't, but it's all right. Well, I'm also just completely sidetracked on the search for some new shorts, too, and I just can't seem to find any, so it's just proving to be a, a I, tough one. I bought a brand-new pair of American Eagle shorts for the spring game, so I've only ever worn them, like, twice. Well, my, Ameri- <laughs> my American Eagle ones that I've been wearing forever now, I switched to a different pair last year, and they're they're already black where I always put my hands in just because constantly they, they're yeah. literally the only thing I the only time I wear them is for football yeah. games yeah. and they obviously get really dirty so or if I'm like really in need of the laundry day like yeah that's fair <laughs> um, but kind of trans transitioning to the upcoming year uh, some predictions what what do we think we're looking at here yeah I mean obviously this is um, make or break year right last year in the American um, you know everybody's saying win the conference championship is the goal and like you know well it's kind of conference championship or bust this year right and i don't want to you know beat a dead horse but that (laughs) like that's what i'm gonna say too right it's conference championship or bust like i don't i don't care like this year if anything is just like if we go eight and four and we do nothing in the conference like you're not gonna remember this season in three years like i i am worried that we are overlooking this year i agree as as a team and as fans i agree because every everything you see is the Big Twelve logo. Everyone's talking about next year. Right. The only thing that we were talking about this year was the quarterback battle. Right. And and that's effectively over. That is now I guess. over. We'll we'll see what happens yeah, after we yeah, yeah. actually we'll, we'll see what happens after Louisville. <laughs> Not really over, but it's, it's over for the the current moment. Yeah. We're going to talk about it, but right. what like what what we're looking forward to is next year. That's all everyone's talking about, right. but. There's some good teams in the conference this year. Right. This year, Houston's got a cakewalk of a schedule. Right. This year is very important, especially, and, like, not just because we want to win the conference championship and go out on top, but, you know, if you want to look forward to the Big 12, don't look forward to next year. Look at the development this year moving into the Big 12. Like, I want, and I, I you know, I don't, I don't want to get into it too early, but the quarterback decision has, you know, changed my mindset to that. Yeah. In a way, I don't want to get into it too early, but... Like, this season is a developmental season for a lot of players on our squad to get them ready for the next level next season. Yeah. And the best way to do that, you know, as dumb as it sounds, is to win games, win the conference, gain some momentum, go out on top, and then go into next year with a lot of confidence and confident players returning. Yeah. I mean, we first year in the conference, we won the conference. It's suiting that we, in the last year in the conference, also win it. It just makes sense. Right. Don't overthink it. Right. Don't <laughs> overthink it. I mean... I, I will say right off the bat, just looking at the schedule, the only two games that like really concern me are Louisville and Cincinnati. See, I disagree. I think we easily beat Cincy. I was talking to really? I was talking to my boss about it today. We were just jawing back and forth. It was just a small thing, joking, but, but I'm like, I I think Cincy loses a couple games. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're not the same. I, team. I think they lose to Arkansas week one. I can see them stumbling in a conference game, and that's two losses right there. I could see them finishing the year like nine and three. Houston, I can see that. if if Houston lose, if Houston does not go undefeated, or if they're not eleven and one, that's a failure of a season on them because oh, yeah. of how easy their schedule is. Yeah, it's a cakewalk. I'm more concerned for road game at East Carolina, which I said last episode. <laughs> I do, and I'm more <laughs> concerned for road game at Memphis. Really, more so than Louisville and Cincinnati. 
Well, we all know how we... What is it? Um, Do we have Cincinnati at home? Yeah, we have Cincinnati okay. at home. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes me feel Game a lot changer. better then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Halloween weekend. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's October great. 29th. So, I would... Yeah, okay. So, I'll say you, so you've changed my opinion a little bit, and I will say I'm definitely... Actually, I have one. I'm not nervous for Memphis. My sleeper. I'm nervous for ECU a little bit. Trap game, absolutely. uh, My my sleeper at home, SMU. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, they have. They destroyed us last year. um, And Mordecai's. Yeah, Mordecai. Yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. And that's the same reason that ECU scares me is because I think uh, what's his name, Ailers or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's underrated as well. He's mobile. He's got a cannon of an arm. So, um, and we have had trouble in the past, <laughs> Louisville, with um, quarterbacks that can well, do both. <laughs> I was about to say, we have the return of Malik Cunningham. Yeah, and if we can't figure out how to stop him this year, we are in for a rude awakening. If if he runs all over us again, I'm because he, he, could, he couldn't throw. We, no, did, he, we did well stopping the pass. Right, right. If he runs, we are that's not to say game. That's not to say he can't throw. That's to say our passing Our coverage defense, was yeah, decent that was game. Was great, and so, but we, you know left them wide open. I mean, he was running for eight yards every other down. Yeah, like we couldn't get off the field. And and I remember, too, they go for it on fourth down a lot. They do. I mean, so do we, you know. I mean, yeah. Not a lot of punting in that game. No. That, <laughs> uh, I, I, that, that game, I am I, I am looking forward to it. I just think as long as I, I trust that we've made the right decision at quarterback, as long as everyone does their job, then I think we're fine. We're at home. I agree. We've lost outside, or it was it. What was the stat? We've lost twice at home since twenty seventeen. Something like that, yeah. And those two losses were in reduced capacity. Yeah. Uh, one in, of them to in Tulsa. One, one to Tulsa at the end of the game. Yeah. And we lost we to Cincy by three. Yeah. 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 When we should have won that game. We should have won that game. Yeah. Lost to Cincy by three, reduced capacity. They were in top twenty five at the time. So, looking forward on the year, I'm gonna say, conservatively. Ten and two. That's conservative. Yes. Really. Okay, that's interesting because that was my optimistic. That's your optimistic. I think so. Ten and two and a conference championship. I'm not saying like. So you're saying I think ten one, and two wins the conference championship. One, so eleven and two. Okay, so yeah. one conference loss, one non-conference loss. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking there is a chance that we either drop Louisville or Georgia Tech. We won't. No, I'm Georgia not Tech. saying that. I'm not saying this is no per, on purpose. You know. I yeah. I'm I'm, I'm more worried about Louisville than Georgia yeah. Tech. I'm just saying we might drop one of them. I think it helps having Louisville. At a night game on a Friday, like if that if that if that's a if that's a day game on a Saturday, it's kind of like a sleeper. Right. But I mean, when we went up last year, it was a Friday as well, right? It, yeah, it was. Um, we left. Uh, we um, we watched it was a Friday. Saturday. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yep. Um. So we'll see. I mean, I'm still. You know, I'm not saying we're gonna lose Louisville. I'm just saying if we're gonna lose a game, uh, an out of conference game is probably gonna be Louisville. And then yeah, I th- I think somewhere along the lines we drop a, a conference game for sure. Whether it's SMU, whether it's you know, you've swayed my opinion. I don't think it's going to be Cincinnati, but it could be. You know, if it's not Cincinnati, yeah, probably SMU or ECU would be my best bet. So, yeah. you just gotta look out for them. But... I guess, yeah, ten and two conference championship is a you know definitely not out of the cards. Optimistic probably isn't the right word. I'd say that is like well, a good season for me is ten the, and two. The good thing we have going for us too is we have to remember that since it's an eleven team conference, it's just straight rankings. There's no more East and West. Right. So if we do slip up, for which one is why game, Houston is walking, which is why Houston's gonna walk in yeah. because they apparently the Americans said, "Oh, you guys are leaving. We're gonna be a parting gift of not having to play UCF, Cincinnati, or Memphis." <laughs> I don't think they play Tulsa. Yeah, they, play, uh, they have to play Tulsa. No, they have to play Tulsa. Yeah, but Tulsa doesn't give anyone else problems except for us. For so us it's yeah, just irrelevant. I mean. Maybe Navy's their kryptonite. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who their kryptonite is, but well, 
What's It'll up? be us in the conference championship game. It'll... Yeah, big big <laughs> deal though is if we get to that point of, of having the the tiebreakers over them. That if we have a similar record, to be able to host at home. Yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah, that is huge. But moving on to quarterback battles. Now, not to uh, brag, but I'm going to brag. I was right. <laughs> I don't think I think we all can agree that I was in the minority. <laughs> Especially, I I know that the the. Um, what's the word i'm looking for the narrative had changed the past couple weeks and yeah, apparently it was saying, leaning mikey, more towards mikey go. and out of nowhere i don't comes think tommy. that was ever true yeah. i don't I, and yeah i don't know where did come tommy i'll give you that but i wholeheartedly agree with i think it was adam that said it when we talked to the sons ucf guys and he was like gus wants jrp that's who he wants yeah, and that's why he's... the decision is taking so long and so now my I I'm I'm skeptical not because of JRP but I'm just curious I don't know I, there's a little part of my brain that's like is this the best decision because well I mean I haven't we haven't seen either of them live yeah so I'm kind of just talking out of my butt here but I don't know and, until I see but and I hope I see both of them play in the I think SEC they both game. play in the game I think they both do if. Until I see that game, I'm going to be skeptical about JRP. It has nothing to do with JRP. It has nothing to do with Gus's decision. It's just I'm uneasy is the best way to describe it. Well, I had a couple of thoughts that came to mind first. First, I told my sister, who went to Ole Miss, oh. and she was at the game when he ran all over LSU. Yeah. She was there. Yeah. Um, first question I said is, all right, he named, he's named the starter. How many games until he loses the job? <laughs> <laughs> she she thought it was funny. She said he just needs a chance, and that That's if his funny. accuracy has gotten better, then he should be fine. That's what I'm worried about. Is I'm you know, I we're we've been a passing offense for a long time, I, and everybody's <laughs> expecting us to be a rush offense this year as well as me. But I don't want to lose our identity of a passing offense, and I think that's where. You know, I've only heard reports about it, but I've heard, you know, plenty of reports about his inaccuracy with his arm. And so I'm just, that's where my uneasiness comes I, from. I looked at Russ today and I said, Russ, we're going to, we're going to throw the ball five times a game. Literally, like I, I like I, we are going to be so run heavy if, if his arm has not improved. We're going to be so run heavy. It's not even funny. And that's going to seriously hurt our offense. Well, it's going to bother me because we're, we're so used to putting up points. But I think we learned last year, Gus is okay winning 10 to 3. He's okay winning right. 55 to 54. Like, what? however the game is being dictated and however the other team is playing. Right. Like, like we, it was a perfect example. One one week, like East Carolina, we, we scored less than 20 at home. Yeah. And then the following week, we go out, play SMU, we score a touchdown. The following week, we go and play. Oh, I'm just pulling out. Tulane, maybe or something. We, we play someone. Two, we play someone. We put up lane. like 20 against Tulane, but then against Boise State, we score in the 30s. Like we're all over the place. There's right. no consistency in terms of what we were doing. Right. I think that just. I think they truly game plan for who we're going to play. It's oh, not, they do. It's, yeah. And but how, we do still run the hurry up. We still run quick. And I think with JRP at quarterback, that's going to help because he's going to be a, a, just a, a field general back there saying, "You do this. You do this. I'm going to run the ball." Right. That's the thing. And so, I don't know. I, I obviously, I fully trust Gus. I have no problem with the decision he made if it's best for the team. Um, obviously, I, you know, I was rooting for Mikey. I've been a Mikey guy, but um, so. I'll say my first hot take of the year is off to a fantastic start. JRP first team First all team all AC. He has to start to be first team all AC. <laughs> You're so not wrong about we've that. We've checked box number one. We've got about 15 more boxes to check is before it we only, get there. Is it only one quarterback bef- for each 
yes. All American team. Okay, so you think the he's JRP good. is going to be better than basically Mordecai, I'm banking, He's uh, going to be better than Ehlers. He's going to be better than um, what the hell was Houston's quarterback's name? Um, you something right? Yeah, the guy from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, there's basically four guys he has to beat out. <laughs> and actually, I mean, USF's kind of a bad year, and he's not going to get it, but their transfer guy quarterback that came in, yeah. Bo- Boheim, Bo- whatever it is, yeah. I mean, he's okay, so we'll we'll see. But hmm. we're on the right track. Yeah. Now, with the quarterbacks, <laughs> we did have another transfer come in, Yeah. Mr. Timmy. Yep. That one made me chuckle a little bit. Well, I, I thought at first it was funny because I'm like, well – he lost the starting job, so instead right. of going to somewhere where he knows he can play, because he's not a bad quarterback, he reminds me of Malik Cunningham, okay. very similar. He transferred somewhere where he has zero shot at playing this year. I think I, this is what I think happens. Well, he's not eligible to play this year. Anyways. Oh yeah, he's not. Eligible. Yeah. He's me, the world's best scout team quarterback ever. Okay. So we're gonna have someone that's mobile that we can train for against Louisville. Big with big big plus right there. Yeah, that is, actually is a really good point. Big plus. Next year, he comes in and challenges Tommy for the starting job, and Mikey transfers out. Oh, yeah, I think Mikey transfers out. I'd, See, no, but I think... Because Mikey's not <sighs> Gus's guy. No, Mikey's not Gus's guy, that, and, I, and that brings guy. me back to the uneasiness of the of the decision, but that's okay. But I don't have a problem with that. I love Mikey, and I, you know, if he's going to transfer out, that's fine. Um, you know, he, he stepped in when he needed to last year, next man up, and did a great job. We went 9-4 and four with him beat Florida. Like, he did a fantastic job for an 18-year-old kid just out of high school. Yeah. Like, I will always respect him for that. He no looks the part more this year, too. Right. So, I think if – I think he deserves to transfer out if he's never going to touch the field again because he's a, too good of a quarterback to sit back up yeah, to JRP fair. or Tommy. But now back to, back to Timmy. I don't think he ever touches the field. No? No, I don't. Because Timmy, I mean – Granted, yes, he is Gus's guy, but Tommy is Gus's guy. Like, JRP's going to play this year. Tommy's going to get reps in games, which I'll get into in my hot takes in a little bit. He's going to be, you know, the two-man or the second-team quarterback that's taking all the reps. Because he's like Quadri. Right. And he's and then back to my development point, he's developing Tommy to take the start next year. That's fair. And that's why Mikey will transfer, and that's why Timmy will never touch the field. That's fair. This is like the whole when we had – when we had KZ, Mac, and, and Quadri situation. Yeah. And I'll never forget, we went all the way to ECU, and KZ didn't even touch the field. Yeah. And Mac started the whole and played the whole game, and Quadri came in through the world's worst <laughs> touchdown pass ever to a wide-open AK. Man. I feel like that's the what The highest passer rating on the team. <laughs> yeah. He literally had, like, a 100% passer rating. Like, what was he, like, maybe six for six he through, was, like, there the were, We had a running joke going, because he was – Four for four with like three touchdowns or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was absolutely absurd. <laughs> like the highest QBR probably in UCF yeah, history. It was like one sixty. Seventy five percent of his passes are touchdowns. <laughs> like you want this guy to come into play, and then he transferred out, and then he realized, man, Alabama State is as fun. I'm gonna go back and have a, a better passer rating. Here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's just, and that's not you know any USF hate or anything. I just I don't know. I. Personally, I don't think he ever touches the field. Now, I could be proven wrong. I haven't seen him play, but I do, you know, that's a lie. We Write did it. watch him play against us last year. Write it down now. Hot it, take hot 2023. Take 2023. He's the starter. No. No shot. <laughs> it's a hot take. <laughs> he made some. Like, if you go, I rewatched the um, the highlights from the game last year um, right after he transferred. He did not look good. He, he kind of lost the he game. He was so bad. Yeah, I mean, that they play got, at the they end got of the down, game. They got down I mean, the man literally, his knee was on the ground, and then he just stood up and... Yeah, yeeted the ball 
right at was it Bullard? I don't even know. Oh, Definitely, yeah. Uh, Dylan Lester, maybe. I don't. Picked but. it off. Didn't pick it off. Ten second runoff. <laughs> we love it. We love a good ten second. We runoff. love a ten second runoff. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting. And then looking at the rest of the depth chart here for this year, uh, kind of a big loss on the defensive side um, with Woodson so, getting hurt and Bethune leaving. From Bethune leaving. Now I think I think Jeremiah takes a huge step up this year. Yeah, I mean that's what I was talking about with the um, with the Suns of UCF guys. He's obviously you know he's going to be the captain of the defense this year, and he's you know going to take the reins. But obviously, so that's going to mean he has the most eyes on him, and that's what I meant with the you know yeah who am I watching most on defense? It's him and how he kind of holds himself and his body language and everything like that around <laughs> the defense because I don't want to see if you see him slumping and. And just moping around the field if we're, you know, getting beat up the middle or something like that, yeah. it's not going to be good for the rest of the so. Now, what I think is going to be interesting is the running back rotation. Yeah. Like, we have so many running backs that are good. Bowser obviously has to be the starter. But when do you bring in Mark Anthony? When do you bring in Johnny? And you have to remember, going into last year at the spring game, we thought R.J. Harvey was the guy. Right. He's listed, we're Dude, right now. I He's listed so at four the depth chart. I was so excited for R.J. Harvey. But I don't, yeah, it's it's tough looking at it because you know it's it's so easy to say, especially with us looking like we're going to be a run first team this year. It's so easy to say, oh, Bowser's going to get thirty carries a game. Yeah, right. But with the way our room is set up, I don't think it's going to be that. Like I think, Johnny's in all honesty, the third down back. Yeah, Johnny's absolutely the third down back. Um, I think Bowser's good for twenty three to twenty five carries a game. Johnny's our third down back, and MAR gets biggest goal line carries. Goal line carries, and I I say he's good for almost ten carries a game. You think so? I think yeah. I don't. As sad as it makes me, I mean I've never seen him play, so I don't know how good he is. But I I don't think RJ Harvey touches the field much. Excuse me, touches the field much this year unless one of them goes down to an injury. That's fair. I mean we've got so many guys and. I mean, some of the ones that we brought in obviously gonna be redshirted for next year. Right. But it's it's a it's a lot of guys to try and get the ball with only one right. ball. And the it's the same thing with the the quarterback situation last year, moving Gatewood in for uh, Keen on some you know plays. Yep. Like you don't, you know, uh, running back is a little more fluid than that. Yeah. But you don't want to be switching four guys in the game and not letting them get into a rhythm. Yeah. So that's why I'm. I do think we see Bowser take some wildcat snaps still, even with uh, JRP at quarterback. I think it's funny we've got Joey Gatewood listed at receiver now. Um, I mean, he did technically switch over. He did switch over. <laughs> I think he throws a touchdown pass this year. I that is the ultimate <laughs> trick play right there. It, That's uh, Jeff Godfrey one on one. Yes, <laughs> we're, we're, I'm calling it now. We're gonna run. We're gonna be. We're gonna be a close game. We're gonna be around like the 25, 30 yard line, and we're gonna run a sweep. It's gonna go back to Gatewood, or yep. it's gonna be a screen double pass yep. for a touchdown. Yeah, I think. I think we see a lot of plays like that this year, and not maybe I can count this for my hot takes. Not only do we see Joey Gatewood throw a touchdown this year, but we see O'Keefe throw a touchdown again this year too. Do so you think over over two and a half touchdown throwers? Over two and a half <laughs> non QB touchdown not... throwers. Two and a half touchdowns or two and a half players. Players. Oof, that's tough. That's tough. Who else would throw a touchdown besides O'Keefe or Gatewood? Um, that's a great question. Anybody else have any quarterback experience that I don't know about? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll go. I'll, if it's players, I'll go under. Two and a half is a little high. That is high. I do. See, I do think we. Now, see, if you set it at one and a half, I'll go over. Oh, I do. I do. I, I see us having a couple of trick plays where we get some scores. 
Oh, definitely. But they might not be passing plays. That's true. That's true. Um, anything else? Oh, I guess the other thing on the depth chart, just worth noting, it will be the, the kicker battle. If Obarski's taking kicks or if Boomer's taking yeah. kicks. Yeah. I've, it's crazy to me that at this point, I if you would have told me six months ago that a week before the season started, we were still debating Obarski <laughs> being the starting kicker, I would have laughed in your face. All right. I can't so, believe that. Do you have? But apparently, because well, apparently Boomer's been hurt. Oh. Okay. But apparently he's also hasn't been great either. So. Do, do you have in your notes? For hot takes, a over on field goal yardage. Yeah, I I, tra- I okay. transferred uh, last year's hot take to this year's. <laughs> you gotta, it's gonna be a meme now. We we'll just keep it running into. <laughs> That's fair. Well, it'll uh, it'll it'll be an interesting week. We, most everything is shaking out well. I think the receiver spot. There's a lot of good talent there too. Yep. Two and three deep. Um, like Deontay Marks came in from Florida and he's listed third on the depth chart. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I, I I doubt we see much of him at all. But we, you've got. You got Jalen Griffin, Ryan O'Keefe, Kobe Hudson, Amari Johnson, uh, Javon Baker, Gatewood. Um, that that's six solid hands right there. Plus, you got to remember we got. Uh, um, I'm, I'm stumbling right now. <laughs> we got Gamble at tight end, yep. and then we still have, we still have Holler. Holler. Yeah, yeah. Holler's so, a stud. Yeah, and we have Jordan Davis who is going into his third year. We read for Richard Sophomore. He still hasn't played much though. Yeah. Um I worked with him when he was at I nine. He was one of our refs. Oh that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's um that's uh, Gabe's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So deep everywhere. We are very deep and hopefully we won't need it again this year like we did last year. But I think we're well prepared just in case we our don't. our depth is way better than last year after the season of I've never seen so many injuries was, in a single yeah, year. Hundred percent. And they were all it wasn't all like conditioning things. It was no, all like was, these are like legit injuries. Yeah. It's just bad luck. Yeah. So we'll uh we'll hope hopefully have some better luck on that end this year. Um, do you want to go on to recruits, or do you have much to say on it? Um, not much to be honest. Who have we who have we picked up since we talked to Suns? We picked up uh, an offensive we lineman picked, we yesterday, picked up, right? Yeah, we picked up a couple people. We've got a signee for the class of twenty twenty three now. Yeah. So not much going on on that front, but I think probably about halfway through the year we should start to see some some more pieces move and right. we'll probably start to see the transfer portal fire up again. It's, I mean, it's really good to just see, yeah, the transfer portal is huge and just getting all I'll say on the recruits is getting guys to stay home. Like we have never done before. It's just like, even if you're like, uh, you know, pessimistic about recruits and maybe like, you know, cause they're just, you know, verbally committed or whatever. The fact that kids want to come here, they want to play here. They see what we're building and, more importantly, they want to stay home, right? Like, yeah. it's it puts a smile on my face whether that person's ever going to suit up in a UCF uniform or not, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So. Well, I, I'd say let's move on to our hot takes. This is going to be good. Let's do it. Now, not all mine are serious, but they are serious at the same time because they're <laughs> hot takes. Uh, do you just want to go back and forth one after one? Uh, Sure, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Well, I'm just going to go back to my one that we already all know that is my – Lock of the year, Plumlee, first team <laughs> All American quarterback. If he if he makes second or third team, I'll be super excited. <laughs> but we're already on the way there. Nice. Um, so I guess uh, yeah, that's still the hottest take. I've ever heard. <laughs> I think some minor hot takes, but that's insane. Um, 
I mean, I'll, I'll just go with mine that we talked about with the Suns. Um, I made this one up on the fly, honestly. I totally forgot we were talking about hot takes. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, last year. Yeah, so I was just like, oh, I, I need something. So I was looking at the depth well, chart. When, when, and... when your dad asks you if you prepared, say, Brandon prepared this year. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> so, yeah, I just uh, – Justin Hodges is – you can ask any of, any of my buddies last year. He was, uh, he was my favorite player to watch on defense last year. And so I just – I said Justin Hodges will lead the team in tackles this year. It is a hot take. It is not by any means out of reach, yeah. but it's definitely a hot take. But he does play the nickelback position, which helps a little bit. So he might be playing more of like a closer linebacker role kind of thing. So we'll see. Right. We'll see. Well, but I, in reality, I think it's going to be Jeremiah Jean Baptiste. But yeah, that's a safe bet. I uh, I also have a Hodges hot take, but okay. I just have running along with the train here. Hodges gets first team all AAC. Nice, yeah, that's that's actually really good. That's a lot really more that probable. A, I wouldn't call it a hot no. take, but he wasn't yeah. on many of the. I don't think he was on any of the preseason. I don't think he was on, on any list, of the watchlists. So, no, um, that's why it classifies. As I hot think because he's only a, he's a redshirt sophomore, redshirt junior. He, I, I think it's a redshirt sophomore. It, we have it pulled up right here. Hold on. He is a not even redshirt, just a junior. Just a junior. But this is okay. this will be his second year actually. Yeah, he didn't play touching the field so. Um, so yeah, anyways, okay. Um, which one? I'll go with this one first. Um, this is actually not mine. Okay. Um, this is from Darby. Okay. She wanted me. Does this uh, count as yours then? Uh, I don't know. I guess we can count it. I, I don't really like it because I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, and it's not football related oh, at okay. all, but we'll just shout this out to my girlfriend real quick. Um, Darby thinks that they will sell out of beer at the first game. Okay, that, I don't think that's a hot take. I have a couple reasons why. You think one, you think that's gonna happen? One, no way. We have had games before where we have sold out of water. That is true. And that the first true. the first game that they have beer at the stadium, I can and no. First of all, this is this is a whole other conversation. But I actually I actually <laughs> have a hot I have a hot too. take regarding this for, too. for beer. Yeah, for, okay, okay. For, for alcohol in general. Um, <laughs> I could because they, they serve up until the start of the fourth quarter. That's a long time. That is a long time. At a UCF <laughs> game that we all know how long those games can be sometimes. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. I can see that happening. Good okay. call, Darby. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're de- she's definitely not like it is a possibility. But the only reason that I think it's insane is the only place that I've ever been to where they sold out of beer was a country concert, and that's just because you know people that like country music like beer i just like i i don't know they've this isn't their first go around selling alcohol right it's their first go around with the whole stadium i will give yeah. you that and obviously the numbers are huge but i think that terry has been planning this for a while and he's going to be well prepared especially with like some partners and stuff so i don't think they sell out the first game but if it does happen I'll tip my cap to you and Darby. <laughs> well, this this is totally off topic, but you might want to just think ahead because I'm going to ask you at the end who you think is going to win the Heisman because we got to write down because nice. I picked the right last year. So just have, have, a, have a list right, pulled yeah, up. I'll do some research go. real quick. Um, but no, my next hot take, this is more on the coaching side. T-Will is gone after this year with the head coaching job. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's uh... – as sad as that is, I think that's that's. Pretty I think it's accurate. very possible. He's a very he's, good he's a very likable guy. He's, he's a, a great coach. coach. I can see I can see us having another decent year on defense, and people are like, "Hey, we, we need to take a look at this guy." I think it would need to be the right job. I don't think he'd just leave for anywhere because I really think he likes being with Gus. Right. Um, but I I could see that potentially happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, as as sad as that makes me to um to even think about, uh, that is a very real possibility. I think Fair. he's just he's a solid coach. So. 
Um, I'll move on with uh, UCF will score a special teams oh, touchdown finally. this year. Finally. The last time we scored a special teams touchdown was an Otis Anderson punt return against Pitt in 2019. We were there. That was against an electric Pitt in 2019. Return. Awful game. We were there. God, what a horrible <laughs> game. That was an electric return. It was a great return. Otis, you know, rest in peace. But we need a special teams touchdown this season. And we don't know who our punt <laughs> returner is at the moment. I, I have a feeling... Yeah, I don't know, because yeah, it, it, it was Amari Johnson last season. Yeah, I think it's going to be Hudson. You think so? See, I think he... I, eh, maybe not for punts. For kicks, it's definitely going to be Johnny. Yes. Punts, I don't know. I could see Kobe Hudson. Yeah. I, but I could also see Johnny, too. Johnny's shifty. If he gets back there, he does have the size know. to be a punt returner. But that one's, so that one's quite a hot take. Three years. Long overdue. Kickoff, punt, don't care. Give me a special teams touchdown. Okay. Um, <laughs> next hot take. Javon Baker leads the team in receiving touchdowns. I think he's Brandon Johnson yeah, 2.0. Yeah, I knew you were going to take that. I actually <laughs> I actually knew that was going to be one of your hot takes. <laughs> I, I, think, I agree with that. I think he, he has 30 catches on the season, and 11 of them are touchdowns. Right. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm looking for Brandon Johnson numbers here. We, only, get, we only catch touchdowns. 30, 30 catches is kind of low. Uh, yeah, that's about what, what Johnson put up last year. I have no idea, but I don't think I know right. he had eleven touchdowns. I don't yeah, know how many. I, I want to say had. his receptions were. I know Keith had somewhere in like the eighties. Well, yeah, he got targeted for yeah, everything. It was literally every play. So, um, yeah, I like that. Okay, uh, so we'll move on. Um, going back to the quarterback uh, development a little bit, I think um, Tommy plays in the maximum amount four games this year. And I think that he gets a lot of playing time in them. Like, I agree. Like, at least the full fourth quarter, if not more. Like, That's closer a to a full half. Because, <clears throat> one, we have to have a substantial enough lead in some games yeah. to do that. I think right off the bat, you got, you know, I see It's not going to happen week one, though. I think they put Mikey in. Right. I, th- I think they put Mikey in, too. But just off the bat, you know, yeah. you have SC State, who they could potentially do that in. You have FAU. I think it could happen in Temple. Tulane. Um, so we've got some games on the schedule where he can come in. Tommy will touch the field in at least four games this East season. Carolina. And get some real live reps that he's not getting East Carolina. <laughs> Let's hope it's East Carolina. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um, next. This, this is just kind of breaking – well, not breaking news, but we all saw oh, – first of all, I'm impressed Gus donated 250K towards, towards the Lazy <laughs> towards the River. Lazy River. It's about time someone did. So my hot take, we will have enough money – to build the lazy river by the end of the year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I better see that thing. They've been talking about that since like my freshman year in college. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the mini golf course that's going inside the lazy river. In oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but students aren't allowed to use that anyways. So I'm sure. I am sure SGA will be like, all right, guys, we're gonna, like when they do nights at the leisure pool. Like, all right, guys, True. we're gonna do this here. I, True. There's no way that they have that, and don't let them use it at least for an event a year. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. Um, Transitioning, uh, we talked about it a little earlier. Uh, moving it over from last season to this season, we will make a forty-five plus yard field goal this season. <laughs> I am going to will it into existence. It's I don't care if it's floor. Obarski. I don't care if it's Boomer. He made a forty-yarder last year. Please get better. And make a forty-five. That's all I want. Just one. That's if fair. we make one field goal all season and it's forty-six yards. He can keep his job for all I care. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna die laughing if it's forty-four. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, I have two more. Okay. 
Uh, this one, not super hot, but I think Corey Thornton takes over as a starter for Adams. Yeah. Uh, I know last year we were high on him. He wears number 14. It's my number. He's got to be good. Nice. Uh, a lot of logic behind it. Yeah. Other than, I mean, he's actually really good, but I, I like the other fact better that he wears my number. Right. I think that's a good take. I think uh, we talked about it a little before the show, but I think, if anything, I know he's a corner and Devad plays um, safety, but I think that he would take the field like for Devad yeah. before he takes the field for Brandon Adams. But, <clears throat> I mean, that's just me being a, okay, not we the were, biggest we fan of Devad. We were high on him last no, year. No, I literally, every, I think I flamed him after like at least four games There's a couple, but SMU, he got absolutely burned. Every single time. Oh my gosh. And I like, I, I love the guy around the locker room. He's a great vocal leader, but I don't know, his, yeah. his on-field hasn't been the greatest but uh moving on keeping it uh on with the defense i think our turnover ratio is going to be higher than eight this year plus eight i think we do. i would go as high to say plus 15. i was i was thinking it was going to be double digits but i thought let's keep it a little close we haven't All done right. double we've only done double digits once in the past like eight years i think for the turnover ratio. Okay. So I'm like, let's keep it a little consistent. But you know what? Yeah. We, we force a lot of turnovers. We do force we, a lot of turnovers, especially with a new quarterback and everything. So I'm thinking greater than eight, our defense is going to cause a lot of turnovers. And as long as we can keep control of the ball, I think our turnover ratio last year was five. Okay. So. We, yeah, that's fair. We had a couple games where there was, eh. Yeah. Um, how many more do you have? Uh, two more. Okay. I'm going to make up one on the fly after this one. Okay. I'm going to match you. Um, <laughs> Back to the addition of alcohol to the stadium, I think we sell over $3.5 million of booze. Jesus. I don't think you're in wrong. seven games. Yeah, I don't think over you're wrong. Over 3.5 mil. How much That's do you think, a lot of How much do you think a beer's going for? Nine bucks? Ten I'm, bucks? I'm going to say $8. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say $8 for a non, like for a domestic. Okay. I'm going to say 10 for a premium. What's the premium? Is it Corona? Corona, yeah, there's Corona, and then I bet the seltzers will also be ten. Oh, high noon is easily going to be ten dollars. Well, yeah. a, a case of four of them is already yeah, ten. It's so. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, over three point five mil just from from sales. That's wild. I could, I mean, it's up there. I could see that. I, that's we'll very see. hot. To, that's a I, high I'm number. Sure, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they will release that number at the end of the year. It'll become public. They'll say this is how they say this is why we did it. This is how much money we made. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Nice. Okay, uh, a little more of a fun one. Um, our longest touchdown of the season will be greater than 80 yards. That'd be exciting. Our, our longest touchdown last season was 74 yards. Not okay. including kickoffs. That doesn't include kickoffs. Just a straight offensive play. I like that. It will be greater than 80 yards. Okay. Um, I'm going to make my last one a fun one. Okay. No home game nooners. Oof. I don't think that comes true, but I like I we like only, the way you think. <laughs> we only have four Saturday home games. Yeah, but I have a feeling that like SMU is going to be in there. I uh, see. I think SMU is going to be at seven p.m. You think so? If I, they're ranked by the I think SMU is going to be a night game. I think since he's going to be a three thirty. We have Temple at home. We have Temple on a weekday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because that's the space game. Yeah, yeah we have right. Georgia Tech at home on a Saturday, and they already announced the time for that one. Though it's seven, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did they announce that one? Well, let's find out. I thought they announced the first four games. I could. I know that they announced up through FAU, and they announced the Temple one. Who's the other home game on a Saturday? I hate that we only have four Saturday. Oh, no, Georgia Tech is not announced yet. We have SEC at okay. seven, Louisville seven thirty, FAU seven thirty. So, oh, uh, Temple is at seven. Temple's at seven. That's, that's on a, that's a Thursday, Thursday or yeah. Friday. What's the other Saturday home game? Oh, Navy. 
Navy. Okay, Navy can that, be neuter. That's probably going to be the neuter. <laughs> if we have a neuter, it'll be Navy. Yeah. But I'm saying no noon home games. I guarantee we have some on the road at noon, though, which yeah. I kind of enjoy because it was fun last year when we had breakfast at Josh's and then that was walk, really fun, watched yeah. some games after. That was very time. fun, yeah. And right. the, the beers with the commercials. Oh, yeah. Great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last hot take. Um, this one a little bit hotter, but uh, one of our uh, tight ends – I'm not going to specify who. It'll probably be Gamble if you make me specify who. All right. um, one of our tight ends will be top three in receptions on our team. I like that. And I think that's a really hot take just because of how deep our wide receiver room is. But I think that now that we have Gamble here and uh, and the mixture of Holler, I think Gus is going to really lay into our – we haven't had good tight end presence in a long time, I feel like. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to try to incorporate that a lot into the offense. So. That's fair. Well, is all the hot takes – that's all for me, yeah. Okay. Well, we are on to the part of the season that really matters, our bets. Our bets. Let's go. Um, <laughs> now, since I did pick Bryce Young last year, okay. I'm not going to do it, even though I want to, because I think he can win it again. I'm not going to pick no, him two years in a row. So, out of just being fair and for fun, I picked two different ones. Okay. The first one is a little bit more realistic. I took Caleb Williams at USC. Okay. Plus 700, not bad. He's already on the list. There's no, there's no names that really stick out to me that I'm like, okay, like this guy can move up really quick. Yeah, I agree. Why? This is this is a hot one. Will Anderson from Bama plays defense nice. plus two thousand. That that would be my other take. Okay. If we were doing this for real though, I'd be taking Bryce Young to the bank. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, Bryce Young would definitely be my safe bet. I don't know. I'm just looking at this list now of quote unquote Heisman hopeful sleeper Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart, where's he? Ole Miss. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what a cool name. That's a great name <laughs> that for is quarterback. such a good name. Jackson Dart, yeah. I mean, Bryce Young, um, you know, Caleb Williams is a safe bet. It still says Oklahoma. That's funny. <laughs> well, Dylan Gabriel's in the top ten of favorites. Uh, yeah, which I think is hilarious. Maybe I'll just take Dylan Gabriel. That's no. funny. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go now because I always pick one that's, like, out there. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because I need, I need a real contender. So I'm going to pick two. Okay. I'm gonna pick two. My real contender, I'm gonna go CJ Stroud. All right. Not to pick, um, not to pick Bryce Young. So I'll go CJ Stroud as a real contender. My uh, long shot pick, a big fan of this guy, uh, Grayson McCall. Oh, that's Coastal nice. Carolina. I like that. Big fan of Grayson. That'd McCall. be wild if you want, dude. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe I'll. I'll... I don't know. That was I, I like spur look, of the moment pick. I like looking at some of the names of these people. One one day we just need to to talk about like the all the best names, the all NCAA yeah. team, like Tank Bigsby. What is name? Uh, Decoldus Crawford or whatever he saw. Decol- his, yeah, his Decoldus AC Crawford. Commercial dude's so good. <laughs> Bo Nix is on this list too. Is he really? Yeah, and Anthony Richardson. He's in Oregon now, isn't he? I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, and Anthony Richardson's also on here. That's cute. Okay. Well. Now, for the part that matters, week zero. These are tough. We don't know anything about these teams. These games are absolutely awful. So, yeah. <laughs> I only have three plays this week. I have four, and I'm, I'm close to cutting it I, down to I, three. I, but... I was going to go four but for the volume, but I looked at it, and I said I would rather take three than I feel. Um, I'll, I'll say my confidence level on a scale of 10 of these is about 2.5. Yeah, and I, I don't want to put myself in an zero and four hole to start the year because knowing knowing how last year went, that is completely possible. Right. So I'll I'll run first here real quick. Okay. First bet, I like this team this year to to do some damage and actually be decent, and they're playing UConn week one. Yeah. So got the same thing. Yeah. All yeah. right. I have Utah State <laughs> minus twenty seven over UConn. 
Oh, they went down to 27? Yeah. Oh, let's go. I got line adjust. I got them at 28, bro. Yeah. I, I, I did a double. I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to take the <laughs> line that I right see. Before. Yeah. And then I'm going to double check right before we come on. And if it's a better line, I'm that's taking huge. it. That's huge. That's a huge that's difference. That's the difference between yeah. a push and a win. Yeah. That pushes our wins. Pushes but, our wins. <laughs> um, next, uh, I've got FAU and Charlotte. Yep. Got the same. Well, maybe. I've got FAU minus okay, seven. Yeah, yeah, I got okay, seven, yeah. well, okay, I'm glad. Let's go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is good or bad. Last pick, I went. I went straight spreads. Hawaii is eleven and nice. one in their last twelve games to start the season against FBS opponents to open or against the spread. Or against You're doing FBS some opponents. trend research, you? I, I was. <laughs> they are my or they are plus six and a half against Vandy. Yeah. Vandy minus six and a half. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going Hawaii all the way. It Vandy? just makes sense. Oh, my God. I'm not going to argue it. I didn't take that. But, well, uh... <laughs> I was I was going to take Hawaii, and then we were sitting at work, and I'm looking through it at the end of the day, yeah. and I, I, I was talking to Russ about it, and he goes, you know who broke that streak last year? I said, who? They lost to UCLA by like 34 week one last year. Is that right? Yeah. They were 11-0, and the team that gave them the – the the game to beat that streak was they lost to UCLA week one last year week zero whenever they played right and Vandy's football coach said what 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 did he, what did he say um he said that they're 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 gonna win the SEC this year oh yeah he was some stupid Vandy's like... <laughs> Vandy's coach said they're gonna win the East or they're they're gonna they're gonna be Something competing stupid. for a national championship so he sold me. Minus six. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Don't question it. I love it. Okay. Um. So we'll start with the repeats. Uh, yeah, Utah State. I do really like them. They've been a good team for a couple of years. Obviously, week zero, we have no idea. Like Brandon said, uh, confidence, yeah, two and a half, maybe even lower than that out of ten. But uh, Utah State's been a really good team. It's UConn. You know, I, I think defenses are going to be slow. They do have a new coach this year. <laughs> that is true. But I think defenses are always kind of slow um, uh, week one or week zero, I guess, just because the – offense hasn't really been like fully live i would assume so um utah state minus 27 uh fau minus seven against charlotte honestly just hoping that fau can stay undefeated until we play them yeah we just need everyone that we play to win yeah fine with that so um i'm gonna go with uh this one here uh nevada and new mexico state Okay. Uh, Nevada's not the greatest team. They're they're a little bit above average, but New Mexico State was one of the worst teams in the FBS last they season. They were pretty bad. They were really bad. Like not many teams worse than them. UConn, one of them. So, um, <laughs> and Nevada's only a nine point favorite. I like them by at least a touchdown, a field goal. So I'm gonna take Nevada minus nine against New Mexico State. Okay. Um, and then the last one, it's week zero, and. I took this for a couple of reasons. <laughs> Not because I think it's going to hit or anything, but I just think it's funny. Um, Nebraska and Northwestern. I wanted to tu- I yeah. wanted to take it, but I'm yeah. like, I don't want to touch this game. They Both are, teams are awful. They're playing in Dublin. Yeah. And there have only been two games in Dublin. We were one of them. We were one of them since, you know, before this game. Who was the other one? Um, it was, uh, I, dude, I literally looked at it earlier today. Um, I want to say it was Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, yeah they did play over there. Yeah. And uh, who do they play? Navy, maybe, or something? I think it wasn't really yeah. Navy. Okay. Anyways, but... So I was like, I really want to touch this game. Our game, when we played Penn State, went over. I, I looked back. I checked that. That was an awful game. That was a horrible game. Really bad. Um, the Notre Dame game went over as well. Oh, I like this. Notre Dame was... But Notre Dame scored all the points. I swear like, you better be taking the other. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. <laughs> and here's why. 
like I said, defenses are slow the first couple weeks, I think, just because offenses hasn't, haven't been live. And I don't know if you saw the stuff about Nebraska that came out the past couple of days. I did see. But Scott Frost was saying his players were throwing up a lot. Yeah. And I don't think it's because they're pushing them too hard. I think it's because his players aren't conditioned. That defense is getting tired over 50. All right. I like that. Yeah. That's actually... I like I was scrambling for ways to take the over. I was like, please. <laughs> you have me sold. That's, that's plenty of information. I mean, I would have saw all that. I would, I would have saw that and said, I'm going to take the that's under. Fair <laughs> no, I like that. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Don't question it. No, it makes more sense to take the over. I, that, so, that's actually a good point. I like that. I need to see at least, if I If I see at least one Nebraska player throw up, I don't even care if the over hits. That's fair. I bet, I bet that happens. Um, we, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm putting it out there right now, and everyone can know because I this might be the most confident I've ever been on play in my life. Okay. Next week, I am taking. I'm already taking now. Okay. I'm taking Utah minus two over Florida. Wow. I haven't looked I'm into next week. Hammering. Wow. Utah minus two over Florida. Wow. Florida at home. Don't even. Don't even. It's, just, a, it's in. Gainesville? It's in Gainesville. Wow. Don't even question it. You go, you see the two, you say, that is disrespectful. I mean, I that is disrespectful. But way in myself, Ga- but if it was neutral side, I would hammer that, no problem. In Gainesville, I'm, I'm saying skeptical. It now. Next week when we come back for our, our picks on, on how I went 3-0 and and Justin went 3-1, and um, <laughs> I'm going to lead off with Utah minus two. Now, I have the line locked in at minus two because I already looked at it. Cut. So if, it, if there's line movement next week, I'm great. We saw, it, we saw it already. <laughs> I took it today. I'm putting it out there now, and I'm not going to change. So right, fair enough. We're uh, we're looking forward to a good season. Well, what do we got on deck next week? A little game preview. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll come back next Tuesday with a little game preview, a little uh, maybe some more fun things and stuff. This was just our we'll, another we'll be, setup we'll, for the we'll, season. We'll run the numbers game, and, and Justin's going to test my knowledge again <laughs> next week. I can't wait to to get to the end of the season and look at our hot takes because that was my favorite part about last season was looking at the hot takes and how wrong they were. <laughs> yeah, the hot takes were really bad last year. I think this year, oh uh, I think they're pretty solid. For now. For now. They look great on paper before we play a single I think game. like only a couple of mine are actually like football related or like stats related. I, I, guess, guess. I feel like I could throw out a couple. Words. Oh, this is totally off topic, but did you see they redid the reservation system for the mall? No. There, uh, it's not, it's not on the website anymore. Uh, if you're a student, you have to go through. I think it's Night Connect. Huh. Uh, so they're finally finding a way to use that. Because in the four years I was at UCF, I never once used Night yeah, Connect. Yeah, neither did I. So good for them for finding a way to finally use it. And if you're an alumni to get a spot on C, it was. I read the article. You had to make an account through. It wasn't my UCF. It might have been through the Alumni Center, actually. Hmm. I don't remember. But it said that they're making room for more spots, but for more space so people can enjoy their experience. So I don't know what they're doing with the tents. How do you make more spots but more space? My theory is that they're going three deep the whole way instead of two deep with a third one every other. But that would take away from the space in the middle. Oh, you're you're saying like space in between tents? I think space in between saying. tents. I think they're gonna take away from the. See, I'd rather I'd rather keep the bit. space in the middle. Or I could. How are you see gonna them... set up the world's largest game of flip cup if you don't have any space in the middle? Just gonna move the sidewalk. Yes. And then also. The band comes through. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh, we're not gonna. Oh, it's just the whole. 
we for anyone who hasn't heard, we're gonna be on the softball lot for the first game this year. Mm-hmm. We'll, I think we'll do the mall for a couple. We'll, at least, we'll yeah, at least out. one or two. I think honestly, this year probably like fifty fifty. Well, I think I think it just makes sense to do the weekday games on like the softball a lot oh, yeah. because it opens before the mall does. Right. And when it's when closer it, to the stadium, it's closer it's... to the stadium. It, it's a weeknight game, and then for the, the Saturday games, it, especially if it's like a seven or an eight or o'clock one, right. it just makes it doesn't make more sense, but it's more justifiable to do the mall. Right. Um, and then same for the noon ones, like because right. you have to clean up an hour early. You have to. Right. Well, I mean, or, I don't know. And the other thing is like, well, the softball is like right next to our well, seats, our, yeah, our we, section. We moved... So like, we could clean up twenty minutes before the game and still make the pregame. Like... Yeah, because we we moved <laughs> seats this year and we're actually going to sit in them or stand. I hope the people behind us don't mind us standing a lot. But uh, we we need to make good friends with them. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> um, we uh, we're in we're in the corner next to the band. Like if you're sitting in the stadium to the right of the band, like on the five yard line, ten yeah. yard line over yeah. there. So it'll be a little different. I'm excited to be able to actually see the scoreboard. Yeah, now. not break my neck every. <laughs> now the difference is is we're gonna be on the side of the stadium that's on time with the band cues for clapping and stuff. Yeah. Since the sounds not gonna travel. Yeah. But for the sound from the scoreboard, we'll be on the lagging side now. Yeah, and I'm 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 actually interested how it's gonna be. I've never sat that close to the band before. I've always been like since the opener in 2007. We've always been opposite. We have always been on the opposite yeah. side of the band. We've always been on the Every home side. It's the first time we've been on the away side. side. Yeah. So not only yeah, not only are we on the away side, but we're literally right next to the band. I think I might be deaf by the end of the season. So Kirby think... already has hearing problems. She's gonna be. <laughs> I think by the end of the year, we might look. Oh, we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be fine. No, yeah, I'm not. I, well, I, I, I like sat, the seats a lot. I sat with Josh last year, and his seats were directly behind the band. I know it's not the same as being next to them or in front yeah, of them. Yeah. But I enjoy like they they're they're a good band. Oh yeah, so. it's a good time. Yeah. I think I think it'll be interesting. I would, however, like to though if it ever became available to move to the top row of the lower bowl, just so I can stand and no one get mad at me. True. Yeah. Honestly, I think that might be the the I, top row of the lower bowl and the first row of the upper bowl, I think are the best seats in the house. I honestly, during the COVID year of 20, 2020, when we sat in the corner, spot, yeah. we sat in the corner above the tunnel at yep. the bend front the first row yep. of the second level. Those were fantastic seats. Some of the best seats I've ever sat in. Yep. I mean, you could see the whole field without having to break your neck you back and forth like ping pong watching, you know, and scoreboards right there or jumbotrons right there. I like those seats a lot, and they're close enough. Like, there's not a bad seat in that stadium, but no. being first row of the upper bowl, you're far enough away from the field where you can get the whole bird's eye view, but close enough to be able to make out what's going on. Yeah, so. I am determined to find the soft spot in the stadium where we're sitting at. <laughs> it won't be hard. <laughs> I don't know. We're down low, so there's more support beams than there is when we're. No, we we sat in the lower bowl in the student section. There's that's no problem. True. Yeah, but there's a tunnel right near our seats that's so there's true. gonna be a little that's bit more true. stuff because yeah. that that's the the student section has no lower, lower level entries over there true that'll be interesting but anyways we're headed on to week zero we'll be back next Let's week watch football this weekend enjoy the awful games uh <laughs> that's a really bad slate <laughs> well, i'm gonna say one, one more one more awfully this is gonna be the most most bad take ever but if i'm right this is gonna be the best thing ever is it Donetsk? dunk dunk 
Duquesne. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. So, the only reason Bunks. I know that is because yeah. <laughs> they're in Pittsburgh. That's the only reason I know that. All right. yeah. Duquesne's game against Florida State did not have a spread available on it, or yeah. else I would have taken. I was going to take Duquesne. I would have taken dude, Duquesne too many points, plus, plus the points. So since I can't take too many points, I'm just going to Duquesne wins dude, on I, Saturday. Duquesne <laughs> wins. I was. I literally. I was debating putting it in for my bets and just saying. If I can find a spread anywhere, because I couldn't, but if one comes out before the game, I'll take it. I don't care. I would ride Duquesne too many points, but uh, we're we're on to week zero. We're ready for a great season here. Go Knights. Charge on. Charge on.